0: Podcast is a proud member of the Lost Podcasting Network. Get all your favorite Lost Podcasts in one feed at lostcast.blogspot.com. Thank you. Now there will be some turbulence up ahead, so please remain seated.
1: Hello again, dear listener, and welcome to the hatch which is known as Rethinking Lost. This week, we continue our talk about Losty Deaths. Six, five, four, three, two, one...
0: Welcome everyone to episode 7 of Rethinking Lost with Elton and Scott. Uh, We're going to pick up right where we left off in our previous episode, talking about deaths and departures from Lost, whether they were meaningful, sensational, were they big deal, did you learn stuff before and after. And uh, if I remember right, we ended episode 6 with Elton's big revelation about uh, when Rousseau's husband tried to shoot her, and we forgot the firing pin was missing didn't notice the firing pin was missing
1: yes it was one of the big things that I noticed and I'm sure hundreds of other people have noticed it as well it's just just nice to catch them little bits on the rewatching.
0: yeah well I didn't notice it and if I didn't notice it most of America didn't notice it because <laughs> I speak for America Wait, if I noticed it then most of the UK did <laughs>
1: <laughs> right so where do we leave off Daniel well, Russo
0: we were at Rousseau. And Russo, to me, had a very depressing, disappointing death. So Danielle and Carl just got taken out by snipers in the woods. They were taken out by
1: Kimi's lot, Mm -hmm. if
0: I remember rightly.
1: And shot in the back as well, running away, leaving her... No, she she went, one, two, three, let's run. And she ran with Alex. But there there was a nice little scene just before Cole's death scene where you heard a a bullet whistle through and it hit his uh, water uh, canister. Mm-hmm. And they just looked at each other going, what was that? <laughs> and yeah. then they stood up, and then that was it. Goodbye, Carl. So he had his death first, straight away. hmm Did you think of him as an important
0: character? No. There was a strange, kind of unexplained tension between Ben and Carl. You know, and I might have just been, like, no one's good enough for my daughter. You know, that that kind of thing, but... I have a feeling that there would have been a filler episode somewhere where we saw that Carl questioned Jacob or questioned um, Ben's leadership in some way. Mm -hmm. There was a resistance or rebellion that that Carl was on that other side because we see him in that room 23, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a guy that everyone rescues. Well, according to Lostpedia, Ben is concerned that Carl is going to get Alex pregnant. And that's that's where this tension between the two of them is. Okay. And so he tries to prevent that by having Carl put in jail at the Hydra Station. And so then he's in jail and Sawyer's in jail. If it, I'm not sure what the source is. The source for this Ben thinking Carl's going to be getting Alex pregnant is through the looking glass. Right.
1: Is he worried that he'll get her pregnant and then she'll die? Then she'll
0: die because from... it's on the island. So yeah. maybe that... She, he wants so desperately to have
1: he's a very jealous man though isn't he Ben, yes he is anything to do with Juliet uh, or Alex or anyone who gets any, anywhere near him then he, he just gets very jealous and very possessive straight away Cause he, he seems quite, I know he's nicked her from Daniel Russo but he seems quite a good dad when he's pushing her on the swing I know every dad pushes their kids on the swing but yeah. he seems quite content and quite happy doesn't
0: he yeah I guess it might just very well have been fear of the consequences of getting pregnant. that yeah. might have been the pure motivation but well let's see so so Carl and Danielle get killed in the woods and to me i um I mean, Carl's character served its purpose it it gave a little bit of tension between alex and and Ben and you know he revealed some information about uh Juliet when she was with the Losties and she was a mole. Owner. Yeah, Whatever whatever kind of things were going on there. I, for me, Danielle's death, though, was, was too easy. And yep. I know it was a sniper in the woods. But we had the whole weird thing as Ben's giving them directions to go to the temple. And and it's, it's almost like a reconciliation between <laughs> Danielle and, and Ben. Yeah. And they go and get shot. And then I actually thought for a moment that maybe Ben had purposely sent them along a high-risk route, almost as decoys. All right, okay.
1: What, to lead him away from him?
0: From where the other group was going. Well,
1: hmm. Although he seemed quite adamant that that was a, a fairly safe path, and if he wants his daughter to be safe, then he's going to send her along the, the safest route you'd... imaginable, really. That's true. But yeah, it was a bit of a not a, well, yeah, a bit of a lame death, really, wasn't it? Uh, surviving sixteen years on an island like that, and then all of a yeah. sudden, just shot in the
0: back, and that was it. Unless it, she let her guard down, that was just now that she had found her daughter, that driving force that had kept her alive. Yeah, just it was gone. Mother instincts and run. Well, and thankfully, she wasn't alive for Alex's death because that would have destroyed her. Yes. Now, Alex as a character and her death obviously is very meaningful to the lost story because something snaps inside Ben when that happens
1: I did like her as a character I liked the way that she was in Claire's flashback and Mm -hmm. when she was having um, Ethan Prober she appeared in the flashbacks and she was also whispering to Kate when they were building the runway as Mm -hmm. well asking about Carl and it was a well cast
0: part I thought that the daughter definitely looked a lot like Dan. You could believe it was Danielle's daughter. Yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't, it could have just been a a similarity. So you weren't sure. You wondered for a long time whether that, is that going to be Danielle's Alex? Or is that going to be just another repeated name? But yeah, she was very credible as like a, a teenage kind of rebellious against her father. And, and. Appreciative of the good parts of the life that they had there, but questioning that there must be something more, and why are we after? Why are we bothering these people? Why can't they be left alone? Yeah. Um, and and still naive, probably not understanding the risk of getting pregnant, or, you know, that yes, this paradise is is wonderful, but a lot of people do a lot of ugly things to keep it that way. Yeah. So it's very tainted, possibly yeah. tainted in her head. And then her death. That, you know, it showed a lot about Kimi, and it, it swung the pendulum that we kept being on with Widmore and Ben. Who's the good? Who's the bad? Who? It's tough because they're both willing to do anything to get what they want. Yeah. I tell you one
1: thing that did come out of her death that I didn't understand. What rule has been changed? Because he mentioned he um, Ben got off the island. He went to see Widmore, didn't he? And he said, "You've changed the rules now." Has, has it ever been stated what rule he has actually changed
0: there? No, and the only thing I could ever think was that the others don't go after their own. You know, we've seen agents of Ben get caught, or or something on the video that Ben shows to Locke. Yep. Yeah. But you know, the family family is family. You know, just picturing like a godfather kind of thing. Like,
1: yeah, don't go after anyone's family. Yeah,
0: you're you're protected for life kind of thing.
1: Yeah, because there's a lot of rumours that Alex could have been uh, Ben's constant at the time and you don't go after someone else's constant just in case. Well, that's definitely changing the rules but obviously yeah. it's, ne- it's never been stated
0: yet so we don't know. Well, then I wonder too if Faraday Enjoyed some sort of protection over the years. I mean, we know he was uh, taken care of by Whitmore. Yep. But was there some? Was he off limits in some way?
1: Oh, what from? Uh, from Ben. From graft. any type
0: of threat, you know. Were they? Especially if, if it turns out in some way that this season six does turn out to kind of loop, then it, then he's largely responsible for that. This whole time travel and. I mean, he's a key figure in what ends up happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. If everything's changed because of him, mm-hmm. then yeah, he's the, well, he's the pivot for that, isn't he? He's the fulcrum that everything has turned on. Yes. What do we think about his death,
0: then? His death surprised me, and I, I was definitely disappointed with the way Ellie just shot him. Was it Ellie? No, it was Widmore. No, it was Ellie.
1: He sh- she shot her, her own son. Oh, that's right. and You're she right. knew that she was going to shoot her own son all that time but she didn't realize
0: it was him at that moment
1: no not the moment but she knew it and yet she still sent him to the island she knew that that was going to happen
0: well that doesn't surprise me so much because of how she talked to Desmond if fate is fate you, know, you can take a river path and you can deviate it in a slight way but it's going to still flow to the same end the spot
1: yeah she seemed to be a, a keeper of the time didn't she a, mm-hmm. a time, what, guardian
0: or time keeper or It's almost the kind of role that you would put her in if you were going to punish her. Like you, you know, as if she had done something wrong and some higher power is like, well, you will. Your job will be to constantly stress to everyone that time must follow the path. It's, you know, fate is fate. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, you are fated to kill your son. Yeah. But your job is to make sure that fate always happens. That's your punishment.
1: Yeah, otherwise something else could have happened. So she, maybe she knows the consequences of not sending her son there.
0: Well, not sending her son there would have prevented the season five finale. Well, it's deviating slightly, but let's let's go back for a moment and say to Widmore. All right, so Widmore's sending this group to the island. Okay. Did she know that he was invited? doesn't... Doesn't Faraday say he's invited to go on that mission? Does he tell her? Yes, he does. And she tries to talk him out of it, or she lets him go? No, I think she's quite happy for him to to go. He gets the journal from her.
1: Yep. Well, before all that. Over dinner in Cambridge, isn't it?
0: Sorry, Oxford. Oxford. Right. She doesn't want to meet the girlfriend, and she gives him the journal as a birthday present. Yep. And... I can't remember if that's the last time they talk, or does he come at some point and say, I've been invited to go on this this mission? I th- for some reason, I think he tells her.
1: Didn't she come in and he's play- playing the piano, but he can't remember it, and then she turns around and says, what was it if I told you there was an island where it could make you better?
0: Yes, I think you're right. That's what I'm thinking happened. And that's because she knows that he'll find Desmond yeah you're right I do remember that she tells him there's a place to go to get better yeah so then I guess she finds a way to get him on the mission
1: let's move on to someone else we can always dive into him later because he's got a lot of stuff to talk about really we can talk about Charlotte right Charlotte his love
0: interest which is a bit creepy but yeah no Charlotte I think was important because she was the hint that there was going to be time travel that that she'd been there before, that she'd seen him before, that that people were on the island and did get off in a previous state. Yeah. But everything we learned from her, we've since seen happen. We saw him back in time, we saw uh, Marvin Campbell kick everyone off the island. Yeah. You evacuate the island. Yeah, we saw her get kicked off onto the submarine, didn't she? Right, so the, the things that are left are how Ben knew who she was and you know, did she have any other significance other than just being another person who went through the loop?
1: Well, she's it, she was at the dig in uh, Tunisia, Tunisia where they found the uh, the polar bear remains, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. And she seemed yeah. quite excited about that. That's where we first saw her. Uh, I'd feel that she was a very weak character, though. I think so, too. Which is fine, because I didn't really care for her as a character. I thought her death was a bit drawn out as well. Yeah. I thought that dragged on a little bit. When the reveal that she was talking to Faraday about some weird guy came up to me and told me I'd have to leave this island and never, ever come back. And I think that guy's you. And I, th- I thought that was a bit, a bit lame to be honest it was a bit obvious everyone knew it was coming and okay let's just get it over and
0: done with okay there you go yeah they really hammered the idea that this was going to be likely a loop and nothing they did was going to avoid certain elements so maybe the only thing that really was gained from that is you knew he would want to avoid doing that yeah and yet he would still fall into that same same spot and then we saw you know them trying to prevent Ben from turning into Ben and they end up making that happen. There was kind of that predeterminism.
1: Yeah. Uh, who else was on the freighter that died? Uh, Michael. After seeing Christian Shepherd. Yes. Situation of his dying was on the freighter. He was trying to keep everyone alive by keeping the timer from exploding all the C4 that was on the freighter at the time. Yeah. Now, the, the C4 was going to detonate because Ben had killed Kimi, who had a radio transceiver, which could... Trans- send messages through time and space back to the boats.
0: He was a character who they made very unlikable, and nowhere in that reappearance did he become a likable character. I mean, you may have felt for him a little bit, but he he, he died a character that you
1: just were kind of like, eh. We all guessed that he was on the boats as well. We all guessed that he was Ben's man on the boats. Everyone knew that was coming as well. When he walked down that corridor, and he's like, yeah we knew it was you but it was nice to see him on there and to get a little bit of backstory but we didn't get enough we didn't know how they got back or anything like that they missed that story out totally and I, I'd like to have seen how they actually got rescued yeah but I, I suppose that's it for him now he's all over and done with no gory scenes or anything like that just piff puff, puff. I suppose
0: no, but even even the death part. I mean, it's Jin who ends up keeping keeping the boat from blowing up, and then Michael covers for Jin for what for a matter of a minute, <laughs> yeah, at most. But it it was hardly uh, he didn't do very much.
1: No, not really. No, he, he stopped the boat getting to the island though, didn't he? He damaged the uh, the motors. He damaged the radio room as well, didn't he? Right. He also right. slipped that uh, piece of paper under the door saying don't trust the captain. Right. I didn't really understand that.
0: Yeah, the captain seemed not to be too bad. It was... It was Kimi. Yeah. And that was tough. They had the alternate reality game going on during that off-season where you were finding the fake A15 wreckage. Although you didn't know it was the fake wreckage at the time. And, uh... It kind of paralleled the boat that the mercenaries were on. But it wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be the same boat. But, like, they... The crew of the alternate reality game boat. There was a tendency to try to associate, like, oh, the captain one is the captain, the other, and yeah. there was a creepy guy from Hanso Industries there. But yeah, I, th- I found Michael's character as a whole to be very unlikable. His significance, um, not that great either. I mean, he—if anything, I thought he damaged the storyline. And you look at who he killed. You know, Anna Lucia, Libby, he didn't really kill anyone in a way that, that helped us, Story. He, he took information away from us as fans. Yeah, that's right. Damn you. <laughs> now, just how many episodes would you think Michael Dawson was in? Now, I, I, they may include episodes where he was uh, credited, but not actually in.
1: I wouldn't have a clue. I haven't actually got it up, so I wouldn't have a clue. I'd say...
0: How many seasons was he? He was in two, four seasons, wasn't he? Like, Jack has been in 115 episodes. Okay. Ben has been in 76. Charlotte was in 18. And, uh, Mikhail, who we can talk about next, I guess. Seven. Oh, I'd... I'd go
1: for... Let's go for 50.
0: 60. 60? Juliet's been in 68 and... Charlie was in 70 now, wow. I don't remember Michael being in that much
1: but. he he was very prominent in the first season every episode you came along he was screaming his boy's name was yeah that's true and trying to get him rip him away from Locke yes and uh, he might have been credited for a lot of episodes
0: that he didn't actually appear in
1: well let's clear up one more person who died on the freighter okay Naomi she got a, a knife thrown in the back by Locke Yes. There we go. All done and dusted. Not really important, really, is it? So at least we got her out of the way.
0: Yeah, the thing that confused me with her was what was her expertise? So you had this team of specialists and she, you had... She was uh, supposed to
1: be the leader of the gang, though, wasn't she? She was supposed to take them all, all there.
0: I, well, I, Matthew Abaddon is Woodmore's man who gets things done. Yes. Yeah. So he goes to Naomi and says you're to assemble this team and she didn't even want, she's like oh you're giving me this guy and this guy and this these aren't going to help me I don't think she was part of Kimi's group no so what was her role to be what, do you think she genuinely thought she was there to lead a rescue mission or do you think she was
1: yeah, part I've, of something else I think she was there
0: I think she was a survivalist
1: she, uh, maybe she spent some time in mountains and she knows rugged terrain or, or what but that's the way she came across to me. She was a survivalist who could lead an expedition onto an island and make quick snap decisions.
0: So in the way that Faraday and Charlotte and Miles and all are innocent, as opposed to like the, the mercenary group, like Kimi, yeah. she she's on the she's clean. Yes,
1: yeah, she's not a mercenary, but she's there to look after the scientific factors of that group that was sent there. Kimi was the backup.
0: But now Faraday and them knew that they were there to get Ben Linus.
1: Yeah, they yeah, did. Cause yeah, because he's
0: talking and Miles keeps telling him to shut up. Yeah, that's right. And then Miles wants to
1: see Ben, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. Oh. And like, uh, how reckon? Faraday said, like, our goal is not exactly to rescue you. We're here to to get Ben Linus. Yeah. So you, do you reckon she was hoodwinked into it, or she knew all that all along? I think she probably knew that all along, but I I don't remember her making an effort to find Ben. I don't think she had much chance, really, did she? She ended up with a stick in her leg.
1: Mikhail helped her there. And then, when she got her sat phone
0: working, then oh, Locke stuck a knife in her back. Yeah, it's true. Well, but she was marching with Ben when they were walking to the radio tower.
1: Yeah, that's right, yeah. All
0: right, Locke threw the knife in Naomi's back. Yes. Who told Locke to do that? Jacob? Dark Jacob? Ben? No, it
1: definitely wasn't... Ben, I think it was... No, he was feeding off Ben, wasn't he? He We know Ben didn't want them to call. No, that's right. And then Ben went with Locke because he wanted to be on his group, didn't he? Because Locke was looking after the island, so he didn't want them to call the boat to bring the people over. Yeah. But the reason why... Why did Locke throw the knife in her back, though? Obviously to stop the phone call from going
0: through, but... Right, but who, who convinced Locke it was the wrong idea? I guess he didn't want anyone leaving the island. No. He, he, he believed all along that they weren't supposed to leave.
1: Yeah, he he doesn't want anyone to leave the island at all, did he? That's why he blew the suburb. He didn't want any contact with the outside world. Any contact with the outside world would spell disaster for the island. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he just killed her.
0: I actually liked her as a character. I found her kind of intriguing and, and mysterious and all. You know, I would have rather seen her stick around than Charlotte.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yes, definitely, yeah. Uh, yeah, I prefer
0: her yeah. to Charlotte, definitely. Yeah.
1: Right, have we got time for one more? Sure. Okay, right. The person who you was going to say, Uh person who helped fix her up was a mysterious guy with a, a patch on his eye. He was found uh, in the flame. And it's Mikhail. Who we believe is dead, but we don't really know. And you came up with a great theory that he actually died when he was pushed through the sonic fence and then he was resurrected again
0: it wasn't that he couldn't be killed it's that he died and it wasn't him anymore Yeah, that ah. we were dealing with I thought that was a great theory I don't know, it's tough to say because let's see, how many times did he die, he got pushed through the fence yep he got shot with the spear gun he had the grenade in his hand and, uh, and the curious thing is he healed but the eye never healed you know, the island fixes all these different things, but it didn't fix his eye? I guess he lost the eye. It's not that it was That's just what I'm guessing. Blind.
1: He's actually lost the eye. The same way that um, Mr. Chang lost his arm. And he, he's not going to grow back another arm, is he? That's true. So he's not going to grow back another eye. So I'm just guessing the island heals
0: maybe medical problems. So do you think he said he was one of the others or he said he was one of the Dharma Initiative I think that was a a cover up
1: I definitely think he was one of the others but so how did he get there that would be one of the things oh
0: maybe he was part of the
1: Dharma Initiative and he was stationed there
0: yeah I, I can't think of have we seen anyone actually defect to the others other than um Ethan and Ben we haven't seen any adults defect. No, not yet, no. I don't think we're likely to either. He told Saeed and, and Kate that he had uh, responded to a newspaper ad that said, would you like to save the world? They said he was recruited by someone and that he got to the, the island in the 90s.
1: Maybe we should believe him because a lot of these stories that we hear turn out to be true and we just question them to the point where we don't actually believe him do we so maybe he was part of the dharma initiative maybe was the last surviving member of the dharma initiative and he was just posted in the flame just keeping it out of everyone's way
0: well yeah it's interesting we haven't seen him anywhere else we didn't see him in the well he wasn't on the island in the 70s according to his version so he was not in the dharma time Um, we didn't see him with the others back when ellie and widmore and all were in charge.
1: Maybe he survived the purge he came after the incident before the purge,
0: as if he always worked at the flame, yeah, it could be. It's interesting he said he was recruited it It just fits with Juliet, you know being recruited by by Richard
1: Oh, that'd be wicked if we get seen with Richard hiring Mikel, and he hasn't got a patch over his eye all right then i' I'm, I'm going to go with this, and I'm going to go with Mikhail being Dharma.
0: I'm quite happy to drop into their boats well I think there's a missing chapter for us there's, there's Kelvin Dharma which is different than what we saw in season 5 yeah it's, it's post Marvin Candle post incident Dharma continues even though the others now are clearly growing stronger and reclaiming the island there's, a, there's some point where Dharma exists because the others allow them to that's and pushing the button and Kelvin being there and um, I, I guess some of the other stations would still be working so maybe maybe Mikhail comes in at the same time Kelvin does he's the guy who controls the food drops as well Ooh. yes he does control the communications with a little little chess game
1: yeah they need him for the uh, food drops the time food drops where they drop food
0: through time. be interesting to see. Hopefully they'll they'll bring him through for season six and let us see a little more about him. Yeah. Because well, what- he, you know, he's one of those characters that has a lot more that's worth learning. You don't mind the filler episode about him. I think he's got tons more behind him. Just for the fact that he was killed
1: twice and shot with a harpoon as well. Yeah. And he's determined to to blow up the the looking glass, wasn't he? And,
0: and like, and he knew he wasn't going to die. You, some people who thought they would die looked surprised and all. Yeah. He just shrugged it off like, "eh, that's, you forget where we are." So, what did you think of his death then? The uh,
1: the one, the final nail
0: in the coffin then. Well, that whole one, and, and I guess we should probably save Charlie for when we have <laughs> a whole episode to go into him. Yeah, or certainly more time than we have today but that whole final couple minutes, there's so many parts of that 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 were forced, you know, did not have to be um, Charlie didn't have to drown Mikhail what he did didn't necessarily have to be uh, his own death it just seems like he could have done something different.
1: Yeah, yeah there's lots of ways to to blow up a station like that and he didn't have to do that way but he was quite happy just to take his life wasn't he
0: yeah it's I don't know I, I guess part of me feels like if he wanted to get Charlie he could have done it from inside
1: yeah why not take the grenade inside
0: and he'll lob it in the room
1: <laughs> yeah I'm a bit disappointed we didn't see a, an eye patch float up on or wash up on shore
0: yeah so this puts us at the end of our second episode look Uh, people who've departed lost died and departed moved on there's plenty more characters to discuss and we will continue this discussion but Elton and I will both be unavailable for a while so rather than leave you high and dry we're going to share with you a lost analysis that we did as part of our An Apotheosis of Bombast podcast uh, in the middle of season 5 so we'll be sharing that with you next week please do check it out so and then come back to join us in episode nine as we continue the discussion and go through your feedback and and move on from there. Brilliant. Sounds good to me. So send us your thoughts at rethinkingthelost at gmail.com. Check out the website for links to the things we're talking about. Check out the old episodes. And please do share your thoughts and feedback. Yeah.
1: Pass the word around about us. Thank you very much to the Lost Podcasting Network for sticking us out there as well. Yep, check out the other shows that are out there. Yeah, uh, Follow us on the Twitters. They're all on the website as well. So that gives you incentive to go there and find us. And we'll say hello back to you as long as you're polite to us.
0: <laughs> Enjoy next week's special segment from an apotheosis of a bombast. And we'll be back talking to you in less than two weeks. See you later, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye.